very first episode of storytelling from the neighborhood streets i'm actually really really excited to start this because i've been i've been looking for a new creative project to to work on i've been really engaged in storytelling recently and the art of storytelling uh and i think this will be a really fun opportunity uh to take advantage of but um let me tell you what this is all about so uh, storytelling from neighborhood streets essentially uh I want it to be a podcast where I can share different stories about my life and experiences that I've had in my life. Um, to those of you who don't know, uh, my name is Preston Williams, and I am a uh, a 19 year old kid who's a sophomore in college. And I feel like I've had a lot of really cool experiences, fun experiences, and overall interesting experiences in my life. And I think I've got a lot of cool stories from them too. And so I wanted to to create this show, to create this podcast, to be an opportunity to kind of to share these stories that I have uh, that I've experienced in my life. Um, and at the core of it too, I really want to to let this be a space where you, the listener, can slow down for a little while, uh, take a breather, reset in life, maybe even if it's just for the. 20 or 30 minutes, however long the episodes are, I really want to be a a peacemaker in the creation of this show because I know just how hectic life can, can become and how hectic it can feel sometimes with so many moving parts going on around us all the time, 24-7, whether that be the news or politics or issues in your own life, in your family or with your friend circles. Maybe you feel that you don't have a very strong community and you're just looking for, for places to belong. I, I want this show to be a place like that, where we really can just be ourselves in a way, where we don't have to be confined to this ideal that society has for us of who we need to be, but that we can just be ourselves here for a little bit. And that is that is all that is asked of you. Um, again, I I know just how difficult life can become sometimes with all of the the challenges and the mountains and the the, the conflicts and troubles that it can bring. Uh, but again, I, I really do hope that this this opportunity, this show, this podcast is a a way for you to come down for a little while and to have a um, a nice, calm, calmer experience uh, in your day. I don't know how often I'll be posting these. I'd like to post these more often than not. And so over the next few weeks, we'll see what um, what uh, schedule, posting schedule I end up coming up with because 
uh, like I said, I'm a, I'm a student at university. And so that unfortunately has to, has to be my number one priority for the most part. But, um, by all means, I definitely will have a, a more solidified schedule for us whenever we, uh, here as the time goes on. So I'm really excited to have this opportunity to share these stories with you guys. And I really hope that this, like I said, I hope this podcast is able to bring you some, some solace, uh, in your life. If you find yourself kind of in a, a place of turmoil or that, uh, this podcast will help you to slow down a little bit. If you feel that your world's been moving a little too fast, because I know that that, I think that above anything else is, is one of the, the biggest hindrances that we can have sometimes when we feel like our world is, is moving so much faster than we ever could be, um, than we ever could be ready for it. So really excited for this opportunity. Uh, and I hope that you guys enjoy some of these stories that I tell. Uh, to give you some some background on the 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 name as well, storytelling from the the neighborhood streets. Back when I was growing up, I live in the I live in the Midwest and uh, Midwest suburbia, and so the neighborhood streets was where all of my friends were. It was where I learned a lot of things about um, you know social experiences and how to make friends, how to how to deal with small conflicts when they came around when I was younger. Um, and I definitely believe that the, the neighborhood streets back when I was back when I was a lot younger, uh, gave me really good lessons and experiences that have been a strong basis moving forward for a lot of the decisions that I've made in life and how it's helped me to be a little more at peace with different uh, situations and troubles that have come up and also helped me to maintain a, a steady pace in life because for me at least there really was nothing like the neighborhood streets that could take your day and slow it down and make two hours feel like 12 you know uh, there really was nothing like playing games with your friends outside and that was the the only care in the world that you had or you had to do your math homework when you got home but that was it you know there was no there's no bills you don't have to worry about uh, you know cars you don't have to worry about home shelter for the most part um and so for me this the streets the neighborhood streets have always been a place of solace for me and so that's kind of where the inspiration for that name comes from. Uh, and kind of leading into that, the first neighborhood street story that I want to share actually does come from the neighborhood streets uh, about, my, about my childhood friends. Two of my closest friends from back when I was younger. So, so to give you a time frame, it would have been from the age of 12 to about the age of 16, I had two friends. One was there for a shorter time period than the other, and I'll explain why. But I had two friends that really meant the world to me in the, at the time. Uh, their names were Jack and Zoe. Jack, I met when I had just turned 12. I remember it really clearly. It was the, the summer of 2012. and or excuse me, it would have been the summer of 2000, 
No, I would have been 11 then. I would have been 11 when I met Jack because we did meet in the summer of 2012. He had just moved to my neighborhood in the Midwest from, I believe it was Ohio. It was Ohio or Florida. Um, and Jack and his brother, uh, Philip, were riding their bikes outside. And I was riding my bike outside with my brother at the time. And I remember just coming across them briefly and they introduced themselves to us and us to them. And at the time, uh, something, something that is an important basis context for the, for these stories is that when I was younger, I used to be really, really shy. I was homeschooled, wasn't really involved in any sort of community or church for a long time. Uh, up until that point that I started junior high and I didn't have a, a lot of friends, you know, I, I knew a couple people from the neighborhood, but that was a, about it. And we weren't actually friends. And so Jack, as, you know, aside from like my family and stuff, they were certainly uh, my friends, the ones that I were closer in age. The first person that I really became friends with, I think was, I think was Jack and Jack's friendship always meant the world to me because him and I just clicked so fast. It was, it was really incredible to see just how quickly him and I connected with each other. Um, because I, you know, like I said, I didn't really have any friends at the time. And then Jack, of course, he just moved there. And so he didn't have any friends either. And this was in the summer. And so they were, or it was just before summer ended or summer began, excuse me. And Jack had only been in school for maybe one week and then he was out of school. Uh, and that summer, we just hung out all the time. I remember I, I spent probably every, almost every single day outside with him when I got the opportunity to. It was, it was really sweet in a way because the, that connection that we made, Jack was able to introduce me to a lot of a lot of things that I hadn't known or seen before or experienced. He told me about a lot of the experiences that he'd had in life thus far, moving from several different places. He lived in Ohio and then Florida, and then he came here. And it was all just because his parents were moving for work. But he kept bouncing back and forth. And it was so, at the time, being a kid who who had been stuck in the Midwest for his whole life. Now, we, we'd gone on some trips before. Uh, but of course, it was only just with our our family, and we just did you know the the entertainment and things that we would do together with each other. And there was never really anyone else in the picture, and so the idea of traveling around the around the U.S. to different states like that, just having those those different environments and those different cultures, at the time it was really interesting for me because I'd been only ever really exposed to the life of, you know, the life of the Midwest. Uh, and so it was really cool to get the opportunity to meet someone like that and to become best friends with them. And Jack and I, we, I did so many things together. He was always uh, my ride or die for the longest time. And I remember, of course, back when you're, when you're kids, things can escalate super quickly when in reality it's not even not even that big of a deal. And I remember having conflicts like that with Jack, but they would only ever arise, I think, because of how often we were with each other. 
And so the, uh, the amount of time we spent with each other, you know, everything that we would do would be together. And at the time I was a, uh, although I was shy, I was certainly stubborn. <laughs> and I remember being, being stubborn about my own perspectives and, and viewpoints whenever he would bring something up that I wasn't used to or that I hadn't known about. And I just, you know, being an, an arrogant kid, uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Cause that's not, that's not how I think, but Jack was a great, uh, a great childhood friend of mine that really showed me a lot about uh, different experiences. And as I tell more specific stories, I know this is really generalized, but as we get into more specific stories, we'll we'll kind of take a look at Jack's character and see uh, see what life was like uh, back then for the two of us. And the other friend that I mentioned was Zoe, and uh, now she. She also moved into my neighborhood. Um, it was probably, it had to have only been a year after Jack did. Because I remember they moved in when I was in the middle of seventh grade, which again was in, was in 2012. And so whenever Zoe moved in with her whole family, actually, there was a bunch of kids. Uh, There's a guy named Noah, and she had another brother named Elijah. We were all really good friends, but sort of in that same way with Jack, I just clicked with Zoe really fast. And I think it came from probably two things. Um, one, we we had a lot of similar interest um, in several things, and um, she was a middle child. That's just the second thing, and I am too. And so. At the time, we both were kind of, or no, I'm sorry, she wasn't the middle child, but she was my age, um, but she had the same amount of siblings as I. And so at the time, it felt like, um, you know, we just, we, we grew to become really fast friends. And again, stories will come up about, about her as well as, as things get more specific and generalized, or more specific rather than generalized like they are right now. But those were really the two closest friends that I had. Um, back when I was growing up on the on the neighborhood streets, and so, uh, as time goes on, I've got some stories that I've got in my pocket that I definitely uh want to speak about, and that I definitely want to tell to you guys. Um, I'd love for this platform to become a space where I might be able to share other stories too, and so, as we move forward in the future, we'll see how that goes. I'm not I'm not super sure about um how i would feel about doing something like that at least for a little while until this until i kind of settle into this uh into this new project and so uh we'll see how it goes i'll keep you guys updated as time goes on on you know different things that i'd like to try with this um but trust me like i said at the beginning i i want this to be a place where we can slow down for a while together um and really just take an opportunity to to lean back and just be ourselves for a little while. Um, I certainly will just be myself when I'm, when I'm telling these stories and talking to you guys, uh, because I really, you know, I don't think there's any reason why we shouldn't all be authentic with each other. I think being authentic is what helps us to connect with one another. And, you know, honestly, kind of tying back into the, 
um, my friendships with Jack and Zoe, that was really the the number one thing that I think brought us together is that um, Jack and I were always really authentic with each other. And then Zoe and I, we were also just really authentic in each other, uh, just kind of in a different way uh, than I was with Jack. And it was really nice because it, it gave me the opportunity to get to know somebody else that wasn't a part of my family uh, that I hadn't grown up with. And it gave me an opportunity as well to, um, to learn how to authentically connect with people that I hadn't grown up with or that weren't family because with family, you know, you, you're pretty much expected to get along with them. And if you don't get along with them, then you pretend like you get along with them, you know? And so having the opportunity to pick someone to connect with and to make a friend and to choose each other together was, I think, the most special part about our friendships uh, in the end. Um, to kind of give you a, an update on where are they now? <laughs> um, Zoe actually moved away after just one year. And so that's um, that's why I always found our friendship really interesting was because we connected really fast and we were friends uh, for the entire time that she was here. I, I don't think we ever even had any sort of disagreements. And if we did, then it wasn't it wasn't anything worth remembering, apparently. Uh, and she moved away so fast. And when she moved away, um, well, I kept in contact a little bit, but I didn't have a phone at the time. And she didn't either because we were 13. And I know nowadays a lot of kids that age have got phones and stuff now, which is fine. Um, but I didn't and neither did Zoe. And so uh, our communication was limited at best, uh, completely cut off at worst whenever she had first moved away. But nowadays, I think she's actually married. Uh, <laughs> I don't, cause I, I don't, I don't speak to, to Zoe anymore. Um, I certainly would if she ever reached out, but I've not, I've not made any sort of effort, uh, anytime recently. Last time I spoke to her, I think was, um, probably three years ago, almost three years ago to date. Cause I remember it happening in the spring. Um, we called each other one day and that was a nice way to catch up, but, um, but yeah, she is, she's living her own life and it's, uh, it's really cool. And then Jack, um, Jack's still in town actually, uh, in, in my hometown where we live. Um, Jack's family moved out of the neighborhood, uh, what was my sophomore year of high school. So year 10 and Jack and I still were really close friends for a while, but the main way that we stayed connected with each other was the fact that we lived so close to each other. Of course, I was, you know, I love Jack regardless uh, that, you know, you couldn't have changed my feelings, whether he was uh, you know, up the street like he was originally or if he was a thousand miles away. Um, but it just the way it worked out, you know, he had made some new friends at church and I had made some new friends at church and school. And uh, we just... I won't say that we like went our separate ways, but um, 
we just stopped hanging out really as much. But but he's still in town. Uh and he's he's doing well. He's in he's in school. He's in college now as well. Uh uh in the in the area. So he's he's doing good as well. Uh which is really cool as well. It's nice to uh to see two of my whom I consider to be my closest friends uh back when I was younger at such a critical point in my life. Uh to be doing well. It's very uh it's very cool. But that authenticity I think is what is what makes us uh as humans and it's what makes our friendships and it what's makes it's what makes our connections with others. I really think that our authenticity is one of the main pieces that makes life worth living. And so um at the end of this very first podcast. I know it kind of has jumped all over the place uh, just because I didn't have any uh, solid story that I that I cared to tell at this current moment, but um, certainly one will come around soon. But I really just want to take this opportunity to uh, introduce myself, what the show will be about, and kind of introduce a couple main characters that we'll hear in a few stories. Uh, and... Yeah, I think that's I think that's all that I wanted to say. So thank you guys for for listening. Thank you so so much if you've if you stayed with me this far. Um I'm really excited for the opportunities that this that this show is gonna bring. Uh, and I really hope that you guys uh will enjoy it too. But with that being said, I will I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>